The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Welcome to this week's Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference. This is Ross Foreman, and today I get to welcome the new Knockouts champion. We're going to have Jordan Grace on the call with us today. But first, just a reminder, uh, February 21, Impact Wrestling in Lexington, the 22nd in Louisville, and then early March, we are in Atlanta, Georgia for the A-Town, B-Town and I'm sure our guest will have some comments about uh, all of those shows. So with that, I will bring in, let me uh, open up the line here, champion, Jordan Gray. Hi, everybody. Jordan, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are, uh, how's uh, life as a champion? It's, it's going pretty good. <laughs> Can't complain. Well, talk, talk us briefly about the match last night, uh, obviously ending the long reign of Ty Valkyrie. Yeah, the match, to me, uh, it was really exciting. I know a lot of people are talking about how they didn't hear any kind of reaction from the crowd, but when I was there, it was a tremendous reaction. It was actually way more than I ever expected I was going to get, and that's why I kind of got emotional there at the end. What was it like when you uh, realized, I am now the... Knockouts champion. Uh, it's really been just a dream come true. I've been wrestling for 10 years now, and I just think this is a culmination of all my hard work. Well, that said, you know that everybody starting with uh, Taya is now gunning for you. Uh, your thoughts, uh, obviously a, a loaded Knockouts roster. Yeah, obviously it is, and I'll take on any challengers that want to challenge for the title. I'm not going to be like Kaya. Anybody that wants a chance to challenge for the title, sorry, for the title, whether it be in the knockouts locker room or otherwise, I'll take on anybody. All right. Well, with that, media, we're going to open up for some questions for the champion. Uh, please identify yourself and your media outlet, Star Six, to get in queue. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. If you'd like to ask a question, please press one to add yourself to the queue. Otherwise, press two. Your request has been received. To remove yourself from the queue, press star six. Hello, Jordan. Uh, this is Stephanie from Steel Chair Magazine in United Kingdom. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Great. Uh, and congratulations uh, for the for becoming the the knockout champion. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, 
I have to review the episode of yesterday, so <laughs> I haven't watched the match yet, but uh, I will just after. just jumped uh, to be there uh, for the media call. Um, you and Taya have had a pretty long feud uh, all along 2018, 19, what I'm saying, um, and it's finally finally became the champion. Um what would you retain of this feud? Um of Ty as an opponent and uh, the things that you were able to learn from her and from the matches. Ty, yeah, Ty is an amazing wrestler, uh and I think at the end of the day she she did deserve that title because she would just do anything she could to keep it. Uh but at the end of the day, you know her tricks kind of ran out there. Yeah. Uh, and what do you expect now as the champion to um, to have the same long reign uh, that she had? Or uh, yeah, what are your goals now that you're the champ? I sure hope to have at least a reign as long as she did. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, if I'm taking on, you know, anybody that comes my way, there's bound to be someone better than me out there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, what about um, the world championship? Because, uh, as we all know, Tessa is a world champion. Do you feel like... Um, you can compete. You're interested in competing uh, for the world championship, too. I feel like right now I just am going to focus on what I have and what I need to keep. And I feel like if I lose focus and I think about the world title or I think about the exhibition title or anything like that, like that then I'm going to get distracted. And I just want to be focused on one thing right now, and that's keeping the knockouts title. Hi, Jordan. This is Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc. How are you doing? Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, I kind of wanted to go to the other side of the spectrum because I had some time to chat with you about so, so many things around your title win already. Um, mm-hmm. you, are, you are such a, a, a great figurehead for the, the women's knockout division and impact wrestling. But on the other side of the coin, you have you know Katie Forbes and the stuff she's doing with RVD. How, how do you feel about... Uh, the way that uh, that that storyline, I guess, has been presented, and uh, I just—if you have any opinions about it. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I wish I could do half the things that she could do with <laughs> with her body, but you know, there's there's uh, different different niches for different people, and I think that she has that niche completely covered. Okay, cool. Thank you. Hi, Jordan. It's James Walsh from the Wrestling Epicenter. How are you doing today? Hi, James. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's a pleasure to talk to you again. So my question for you is, um, last week, in fact, I think it was Nick who asked this question of Tessa. Uh, apparently, at some point, you made a, a comment that you could see a day where there would be no Impact Wrestling knockouts title. Instead, it would just be all you guys competing for the world title. Is that something that you've given a lot of thought to, or was that maybe just an off-the-cuff thing that you were just you know, uh, spitballing about. 
Uh, it was kind of just an off-the-cuff thing that I was, like you said, spitballing about. I think it's important that there are secondary titles for other people to compete for, and I think the knockout title is a good secondary title. I agree. I agree. Congratulations on the win. I was going to ask you why you got emotional after winning it, but uh, I think you've already answered that when Ross asked you. <laughs> yeah, kind of just thinking about my childhood and how much I sacrificed, and that kind of got to me a little bit. Well, once again, congratulations. I'll let somebody else ask the next question. Thank you, though, for your time. Thank you. Jordan, we're going to switch to a uh, question that came off from uh, Patrick Ruff of uh, off Facebook. He wants to know, what's been the favorite match of your career? Ever? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I can't even remember half of the matches I've had. Just We'll go off last year. Last year I had a match at a Pro Wrestling Eve in London, and it was versus uh, Laura De Mateo, and it was the culmination of kind of a feud back and forth between us where I had actually missed a bunch of opportunities to have a match with her because of Impact Wrestling Dates, and we actually finally had a match, and it was really, really good. It was our first time wrestling a singles match, and it was way better than I could have ever expected it to be. So that was my favorite match of last year. Hiya, uh, my name's Jess and I'm talking to you from WTM Wrestling. Congratulations on the win, it's absolutely incredible. Question for you, uh, so with all the pressure, you know, with being a female wrestler in the wrestling industry, what inspired you to carry on your dream? Um, what inspired me? You know, just, I think that I've kind of been doing it for so long that I don't know what else I would do if I wasn't wrestling, so... I just kind of had this mentality of just keep on going. So I'm not trying to sound uh, big-headed anyway, but I kind of guess I guess I inspired myself to keep going because I don't know what else I would do if I didn't have wrestling. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. You may now ask your question. Hi, this is William Alexander with NDPW.com. How are you, Miss Grace? I'm lovely. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So uh, one of Impact Wrestling's biggest successes, you know, for years has been the knockouts division. You know, I mean, there's been a proven track record of knockouts having, you know, the most viewed segments on the flagship show, Impact Wrestling. I guess my question is, uh, how do you feel about being, you know, part of such an elite group of athletes and performers within the promotion, you know, where, where there's such an emphasis on the division itself? Well, you know, I think that is kind of one of the big reasons that I signed Impact in the first place is because they put so much attention and they dedicate so much time and effort into their women's division. Uh, I had the opportunity to sign with a lot of other different companies a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago, and I decided to stick with Impact because I knew that I would be special there as opposed to kind of just being uh, a small fish in a big pond in the other place. Thank you. Jordan, we'll go to a uh, YouTube question that came over from Jamie Wisner. Kind of along some of the things you've been answering already, but we'll throw his question out towards you. What was it like for you when the referee handed you the title and you realized that you weren't dreaming and that, yes, it was real? (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I kind of, like I said, I got, really emotional there and 
Oh, it was awesome. I just, it was really cool to be able to soak in that moment and to just think about how far I've come since the very beginning. Hey, Jordan, it's Greg Oliver uh, from Slam Wrestling. Uh, I agree. just want, wanted to uh, ask a little bit about um, behind the scenes. Uh, Cody Diener just posted a, a tweet yesterday just talking about all the hard work of the people over three days there at the tapings in Vegas. Who are some of the unheralded people there at Impact, uh, maybe people that have helped you along the way, helped develop your, your persona and, and your in-ring skills? Are, are there somebody to stand out for you? So if we're we're going to talk about, you know, people that aren't recognized nearly enough, I think that, and this is coming to the top of my mind because this just happened this past weekend, and I've been thinking about it a lot, but it's, it's Jimmy Jacobs. He's like, he has such a, an insane mind for wrestling. And we actually filmed six weeks of TV over this weekend, and we usually only do four. So he was kind of running around like a madman, and I am amazed that he got everything done that he needed to get done. It was just, I don't know how you can do so much in such a short amount of time and still make everything come across as well as he does. Okay, that's a good, good answer. And, and Gail Kim, is she still helping out a lot with the women's division then? Oh, yeah, Gail's uh, one of the agents for the women, and she's incredible. I mean, what else can I say about Gail? She's one of the main reasons I have the knockout title in the first place is because after every match, she gave me just amazing advice each and every time. And she's one of the reasons that, like I said, I am where I am. And I think with her coaching and her mentorship, I've developed so much as a wrestler in terms of just showing emotion in the ring and doing certain things in the ring that I might not have done before. Uh, but she's incredible. Thanks. Hi, uh, Miss Grace, uh, Mark Madison, Pro Wrestling Post. How are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? Good, good. Uh, congratulations on your win. Thank you. Um, so the win yesterday against Taya, what can you say to that specifically? Why was defeating her longest reigning achievements as it is, as opposed to anyone else that might have held the title? Why is it maybe that much more special to you? Well, I think you just kind of answered your own question, I think, because... <laughs> Because she was the longest reigning knockout champion, that's why it was really important and big for me to just win the title in that kind of way, you know? Okay. Um, and where can you foresee you taking the title internationally? You mentioned Pro Wrestling Eve. Um, do you see international competition with the title? Well, well, obviously, I won the belt in Mexico, right? And right. we film a lot of tapings in Canada. So those are two countries already that I'm sure I'll – defend the title in and I think maybe hopefully fingers crossed we'll go over to the UK at some point very soon so with the division open to anyone competing for it who do you see as maybe the biggest challenge uh up to date really yeah. your next closest challenge for the title as far as uh for the as far as the knockouts go yes um I think Tennille Dashwood should she come back along would definitely be uh, the biggest threat to the title. What is it about Tennille so much that maybe stands out? 
Um, I think the fact that she's kind of more known, she's been wrestling a long time. She hasn't ever won the knockout title before. I think she'll she'll want to fight for it more than anybody else. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Jen, we're going to go to a question here from Kalik Simmons, who wants to know, will you challenge for any other title? Would I challenge for any other title? Yes. I mean, yes, any opportunity that presents itself, I would definitely challenge for any other title. We'll follow that up with a question from Alicia Landis, who would like to know, who was your biggest inspiration that got you into wrestling? You know, when I first actually started watching wrestling, I don't think anyone in specific inspired me. Just wrestling as a whole kind of amazed me in and of itself, like just theatrics, everything about it was just incredible. So there was no one specific person that I was, like, inspired by, I guess. I just, I guess just wrestling as a whole and how incredible the whole entire thing was inspired me. Jordan, Jim Barcelona with MiamiHerald.com. How do you think life changes for you in and out of the ring now, or does it? Um, I think I'm going to have to do a lot more media calls. (laughs) 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 I think I'm going to have to dedicate a lot more time to just uh, impact in general. I know that having a title is kind of like a spotlight is put on you, so I know that I'm going to have to, you know, fly out earlier, do media stuff and things like that, which I'm totally cool with, but I think that I'll just have more time to dedicate. And also tell us about women's wrestling today and how it has evolved in your 10 years. Oh my gosh. So I'm actually from Texas and just in Texas, the the wrestling took forever to evolve. Just, when I first started, there was, you know, as as mo- with most places, one women's match on the card. Um, but the way that women were treated, especially where I'm originally from, was just horrible. And when I first started wrestling, I was treated kind of that same way. And I don't know if it's because I've kind of grown my name a little bit or because women are more respected in general. But when the Me Too movement happened, everything in wrestling kind of changed with the women. Like, that movement affected everything, wrestling included, and you saw just a drastic change in how we were all treated. Congratulations and thank you. Thank you. Uh, hi, Jordan. Stephanie from Teacher Magazine UK again. Uh, my question would be in the same. Uh, uh, the continuation of, of Jim. Um, what are your thoughts on intergender wrestling? Is it something that you're used to do and you you okay to do on Impact? Thank you. Uh, I've done intergender wrestling on Impact. I've been in uh, a couple of battle royals where I did intergender, intergender wrestling, and I've I've always done it since the very beginning of my career. So. It's nothing new. It's not a novelty to me. It's just wrestling to me. Okay, thank you. Thank you. 
Jordan, we've got a question here from John D. He would like to know, what is it like to quite often be the most powerful person in the locker room? Oh, my goodness. Well, that is not a true statement. I'm definitely not the most powerful person, especially when you've got guys like Mike Logan there. <laughs> um, but maybe being the strongest knockout is pretty awesome. I've lifted weights ever since I first started wrestling and before that even then. So probably like 12 years I've been lifting weights. So it's pretty cool to be recognized for that. How many handstand push-ups are you doing today? How many? <laughs> I didn't do handstand push-ups. I did the legs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Jordan. It's James from the Wrestling Epicenter again. Um, I wanted to ask you a question about a tweet that you put out a little while ago that kind of caused a lot of discussion, and that was the uh, performance art tweet that you put out there. Uh, a little time later, do you still feel that way? Do you still feel that wrestling should be viewed more as a performance art than a sport? Yeah, it, it's wrestling is not a sport. Wrestling is a performance art. Uh, obviously, we have predetermined outcomes, and typically, it's supposed to be in sports, there is no predetermined outcome. So wrestling, I'm sure this is going to be used as some kind of clickbait or, you know, whatever, but wrestling is not a sport. It's a performance art, and I'm sorry if that makes anybody upset. Were you surprised that it that it upset so many people? Because it seemed to me like it was a pretty innocent comment, and people kind of lost their minds. I think it's it's kind of funny, and I think people um, people who like wrestling are very sensitive in that way. They don't want to see it as something like a fantasy, even though that's kind of what it is. And wrestling wrestling is portrayed as a sport sometimes, but a lot of the time, wrestling is funny or just absolutely ridiculous and I don't know how people can come out and try to defend the fact that it's a sport when we have things like Joey Ryan in wrestling or even The Undertaker I just don't I don't see how that that correlates yeah. Al Snow once said to me that uh, people shouldn't get so upset about people who pull up their socks and fake fight now obviously he's being facetious <laughs> but it's 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 true people need to calm down a little bit and maybe not get so riled up over these things i completely agree with you <laughs> all right thank it's you again not for that time, serious <laughs> well jordan i know you said you had a limited time today you wanted to get to the gym so we will cut it at this point i will Give the floor back to you for a final thought as we wrap it up for this week. Thank you, Ross, and thank you, everybody, for all your questions. Um, this has really been an amazing time for me. Just this past year has been incredible, and 2020 is going to be probably the best year I've ever had. I've won the knockout title, and I'm getting married next month. So fingers crossed it's going to be the best year of my life. Thanks, guys. Perfect. Jordan, thank you very much. Media, thank you. We will be talking to you again next week.